0: Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Luxury Travel Family Podcast. I am Robin. And I am Everett. And we are here today to review our first uh, location, hotel, with you. And we're going to tell you a little bit about what the podcast is to start off.
1: Yeah, we're going to put this podcast together to help families um, that are traveling with toddlers or can give some advice on what the do's and don'ts. And basically just review some of the places that we've been um, and tell you our experience.
0: Right. I started the podcast um, with my husband because we wanted to uh, get to the parents that are busy. There are lots of travel blogs out there, but you know, parents don't really have time to read travel blogs. They don't have time to go through and look at the reviews that everybody else has done on multiple pages. So we wanted to all kind of put it in one place for you. And I listen to podcasts when I'm driving, when I'm doing the dishes, laundry, things like that. I don't really have time with a toddler to sit down and read multiple pages on a computer. I don't know about you, Everett. How's your time management? Yeah, I definitely
1: don't have time to do that. (laughs)
0: Um, We saw out there that there were a few podcasts documenting travel adventures, but we really wanted to focus on um, specific and realistic locations and resorts, places that real middle, middle middle-class families could go, upper-middle-class families could go on a long weekend, on a week's vacation, that were realistic
1: yeah you know we we obviously live here in Florida so a lot of the places that we travel over the weekend um are going to be here in Florida but we're also going to touch on some uh travel that we do throughout the country uh we also have a trip plan here to go out of the country soon so uh one of our episodes will definitely be reviewing that place which we'll reveal to you later
0: okay we're also Marriott people and Disney annual pass holders so on some upcoming episodes Everett's going to break down a. Uh, the Marriott point system. I know he's like a Marriott platinum person and he's all about his points and his uh, Marriott credit card. So he'll uh, do a little podcast about how all the points work and how you can get the most uh, bang for your buck when it comes to Marriott.
1: That's for sure.
0: You want to go into your bio, Everett?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, So obviously my name is Everett. Um, I'm a realtor. So if you need to buy or sell a house. (laughs) Hook that comment bar up. Let me know. I'll get in touch with you. Self-promotion. That's it. Hey, we're not doing this podcast for nothing, right? <laughs> so we do a little bit of everything. Property management, invest, we flip. I'm um, also a veteran, um, but no one cares about that. So go ahead, Rob.
0: <laughs> I'm a teacher. I'm also a student. I'm currently finishing up my dissertation. Um, I grew up uh, with my dad living in Hawaii and my mom living on the East Coast, so I went back and forth to Hawaii a lot, which kind of started my passion for travel and seeing other cultures and just seeing how other cultures have actually like immersed themselves into the United States, seeing the Asian cultures in Hawaii. Those were things that I really, really loved, and that kind of started my whole passion for travel.
1: All right, so let's jump right into it. So the first resort that we're going to review um, is actually one of our favorite places that we've been. It's here in Florida, located in Key West. It's called Sunset Key. It's actually a small island off the, uh, should I say tip of Key West? Yeah, the tip of Key West. And I particularly like this place because obviously coming from a real estate background, the island is composed of about 60% uh, luxury homes and 40% of the island is resorts um they offer you know obviously million dollar homes um the resort has what do we have two three and four bedroom cottages
0: yeah two three and four bedrooms so it's nice that you can take your family
1: yeah that was one thing that that i like because we we took your mom with us um Mm -hmm. down there and it was they're spacious cottages it's not like you're you know right on top of each other so um I like it. It was was better than just staying in a regular hotel
0: For sure. You had a lot of room. You really felt like the room was part of your vacation. Uh, Sunset Key has also won a couple awards. In 2015, Travel and Leisure magazine rated it as the number one U.S. resort. And then in 2017, Latitudes, which is the restaurant there, was voted one of the most romantic restaurants in the United States. So they have some awards under their belt. Yeah, a few. So getting there is um, up to you. You can either drive through the Keys or you can take a plane down to Key West. We chose to drive because we're local Floridians. And it's very nice because uh, you check into a hotel that's actually on Key West, and then they take care of everything from there. They put your car in a parking garage. They take all of your luggage, and they wrap it up on – like a little bellman's cart with cellophane wrap so that everything's wrapped nice and tight. And then you get on the boat and they take care of getting your luggage on the boat, getting you all checked into the resort when you get there.
1: Yeah, and if you check in early too, one, one thing that I like in most, uh, well, it's not a Marriott, but most of the Marriott's, will, well, most hotels will hook you up with the early check-in where they take your luggage. But the thing that I liked about this area was they gave you a secure area that you could go to um, with a locker, uh, you could access your bags with ease. There was a shower. Yeah, and, I mean, changing rooms. And, yeah, you yeah. literally had – there was a, a full locker room there for you to use. So if you get to the island early. It's not like you have to wait around for your room to check in. I mean, you literally have an area that's all to yourself, and you can just head straight to the beach and, and start drinking.
0: Yeah, it was really nice. They gave us, um, you know, this whole area to store, the entire cart that our luggage was on, and then we had lockers for – what we were wearing, our purses and our bags and everything that we had with us, just in our hands. <laughs> Do you want to start on uh, talking about the cottages a little
1: bit? Yeah, I mean the the cottages were nice. It's 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 not a hotel room at right. that point. You you've literally rented a home. Um, you know, it had a full kitchen, living room, two bedrooms, um, two bathrooms. There was a bathroom for or was there one bathroom? It's two, and, two, and, a bath- yeah, two and a half bathrooms.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's been a while since we've been there.
0: <laughs> we need to go again.
1: Yeah, definitely do. Um, I just liked it because you, you feel at home. You don't feel that you're on vacation. Right. Um,
0: it's not a full kitchen, but it's a pretty good size refrigerator, and I think they have a range and a microwave. So it's not a full kitchen, but... If you need to cook something up real quick i mean you have what you need there to do it
1: i mean let's be real nobody's cooking while you're on vacation
0: you're right but if you need to like heat up a bottle if your child still has formula or things like that you can you know boil it on the stove you don't have to put it in the microwave that kind of thing so that's something that i think some families look for when they're when they have kids that are still you know young enough to need bottles right So the bathrooms were amazing. We stayed in a two-bedroom cottage, and what I liked about it was that one of the bathrooms had a walk-in shower, and one of the bathrooms had a tub, and so we took the room that had the bathroom that had the tub because we had our daughter with us, and she was a year and a half, two years old when we Mm -hmm. went there, and my mom and stepdad took the room with the shower just because they're older, and I know that once you get older, you don't really like to step over the tub to get into the shower. It's nice to just walk into the shower. There's also an outdoor shower, which is really cool. So if you came back from the beach or the pool and you're sandy and you want to just rinse off outside, it's really nice. It's not enclosed to take like a naked shower outside, but it's definitely nice to rinse off the kids if they're all sandy or rinse off yourself if you just want to relax in your bathing suit out there
1: yeah it's nice yeah the cottages are great i also like that wraparound front porch too yeah. so if you want to sit outside and just mm-hmm. hang out eat out there it was mm-hmm. really nice if if someone else decides to take a naked shower in the unclosed <laughs> uh shower out there you can watch them It's great and you know what hey you paid to stay there so if they want to do it you should be able to watch um up next i guess we'll talk about the pool mm-hmm. you know I think it's the, the poolside service was amazing. I see that I'm looking at your notes here and you say that the pool is amazing. Uh, I, think, <laughs> I think they could have done a little bit.
0: I liked it. It had like a zero entry and then mm. it had that little waterfall feature with the rocks. I thought it was a great eh. pool. Eh. <laughs> eh. I liked the pool.
1: It was. I mean, I, I love the frozen grapes.
0: Yeah, they brought him um, frozen grapes. They brought little smoothie samples. They had a cat
1: came around on the on the bicycle with right, the ice cream. That was right. Nice. This
0: older gentleman rode his little bicycle around the island, and he was delivering like little mini cups of Häagen-Dazs to all the kids and the adults that, that wanted them.
1: <laughs> that was nice.
0: Um, you know what we forgot to talk about with the porches was the breakfast basket.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't forget to talk about that because I woke up late and did not get to experience the breakfast basket. I got these scraps with those, um,
0: Oh, My 10, husband likes to sleep in late, so that's what he gets for sleeping in late. He got six, last dibs on the breakfast basket.
1: I don't think 6.30 a.m. is late, but okay.
0: <laughs> so,
1: um, anyways.
0: So, when you stay there, they bring you a beautiful basket in the morning, probably around 6, 6.15. They drop it off on your porch. It has fresh croissants fresh muffins it has fruit it has butter and jelly and um it's just got a lot of really yummy things to eat for breakfast there's no protein in it so if you want protein eggs bacon things like that you have to head on down to the restaurant but they
1: do give you that delicious natalie's orange juice yes that's
0: natalie's your favorite orange juice yes. it's delicious they sell it at Publix, we, find it. <laughs> we found it afterwards because everett loved it so much yeah,
1: it's it good so i drank it
0: Um, the restaurant there is called Latitudes. It's amazing. There is only one restaurant on the island. You can get food by the pool or food on the beach with the um, beach and pool service, but the restaurant is Latitudes. Um, I thought that everything was pretty well priced, didn't you? I mean, considering that it was a private island.
1: So when we review another one of our, uh, places that we stayed compared to that place that was on a private island, uh, I thought it was really well priced. (laughs) Um, you know, no, I, you know, it's it wasn't bad. It right. was, it, it's it's very comparable if you ate off of Duval Street. So right. it didn't strike me to uh, that it was overpriced. The food was delicious.
0: Um, right. It was like eight to fifteen dollars yeah, for it wasn't, a glass it wasn't of wine bad at all. champagne. It, it wasn't too bad. Um, a lot of the tourists do come there for dinner time, and the hotel does a really nice job of keeping the people who are just there for dinner and not staying on the island in the restaurant area. They don't really let them kind of wander around. And, you know, if you leave your cottage unlocked or if you're just hanging out on your porch in your bathing suit, there's not going to be like a bunch of people walking by. They keep the people who are just coming to the island for dinner in the restaurant area. So I thought that was really nice, the security. Yeah, or if
1: you're taking a naked shower in your
0: um, <laughs> right, or non-private a shower,
1: outdoor <laughs> shower. Only the people that are paid there will be able to
0: watch it. Right. So moving on to the cons of Key West and our tips for viewers or listeners that might want to go there are, number one, Everett.
1: Yeah, I think the the main, well, there was one more pro. Okay, one add, more pro. Um, for the guys, uh, fishing. Unlimited yeah. fishing there. They, you, you don't have to bring a pole or anything. They provide a pole. They provide a bait. And I, I thought that was awesome because when everyone went to sleep, that's exactly what I did. I went out to the the dock and fish and it was great. I loved it. Right. So,
0: and Everett's not the kind of person that likes to lay around on the beach all day. So no. while we were kind of hanging out on the beach, he went over and fished off the dock for a little yeah,
1: bit. It was just, it was nice. And they did tell you that Latitudes will cook the fish if you catch something. Right. So that I thought was that nice. was pretty neat. All right. So on to the cons. Uh, the biggest complaint that I have was the rocky beach. Mm-hmm. Um, like like Robin said, I'm not, a, not big on the beach in the first place, but. I'm really not big on when I have to rock, walk across lava rocks and cut up my feet. Um, that that was my biggest complaint about the, the whole place.
0: Right. So that's our tip. It's to bring water shoes, especially for your kids. If you think that you're a tough adult, you might not need them. Uh, but definitely bring water shoes for your kids because it is a rocky beach they do have snorkel gear there, but for some reason, I'm just kind of weird yeah, about it. Wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't
1: use it. That's kind of gross. I
0: don't, I don't like sticking something in my mouth that all the other people have stuck in their mouth. So.
1: That's what she said? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Didn't see that in the next.
0: <laughs> Make sure that all of your luggage is packed tightly before you hand it over to the bellman at the... Um, hotel on Key West that you're checking into because what they do is they wrap it up in cellophane and then they stick it on the boat. They do a really nice job of keeping your luggage really secure. But again, you don't want to just like throw a plastic bag full of water bottles like in with all of your other luggage because, you know, it is going to get bumped around. It is going on a boat. It's not a cruise ship. It's a regular size boat and it's the Caesar Rocky that day. I mean, your stuff could get tossed around a little bit. Well,
1: I think, too, something that you can do to prevent, you know, a lot of headache is what we've done now since, you know, in our travels. We, we start packing little go bags. Yeah. So we know if we're going to go to the beach, we don't have to touch that bag. It's, it's right. secure. No one touches it um, for security purposes. Obviously, if you rip it open, you're not going to be able to tell someone who went through your stuff. So, you know, I like to pack a little bag with stuff in it already. So right. If you know you're
0: checking in early and you're going to go straight to the pool or the beach. That's a good idea. Um, One of the other cons that we had about the island was that there's really only one good cabana for more than two people so you can look at pictures of the island on their website and you can see that um, most of the the beach chairs have just regular nice beach chairs I mean they're mesh they're not like the strap beach chairs where you know like your butt can fall through them. But They're the nice mesh beach chairs, but there's one cabana that's for two people, and then there's one cabana that's for four people, but there's only one four-person cabana, and we were there, like I said, with my mom and stepdad, and on our first morning there, I'm an early bird, and so I went out early with my daughter to kind of explore the island, and people at 7 a.m. were already putting their stuff on that one really great cabana, which I learned, and then on our second morning there, I went out there early and claimed it. But, you know, if you're going at a busy time like Christmas or Fourth of July weekend, something like that, I think that, you know, it's kind of hard when you have to fight tooth and nail for that really one great cabana. So Sunset Key, if you're listening, get some more of those awesome cabanas.
1: Yeah, step your game up. (laughs) So, you know, and then I guess we'll touch a little bit on things to do in Key West. Um, One thing I love, the Street, obviously. Uh, there's a lot of bars, Sloppy Joe's, Irish Kevin's, um, but I love the, uh, what was the name of the cookie place?
0: Matheson's. Matheson's Ice Cream Shop. So yes. um. we, we went there because we wanted a little treat on our first night, and they have um, cookies that are like the size of your head, and they have oatmeal cookies, oatmeal raisin, they have chocolate chip, they have all different kinds of cookies, and we actually ended up getting a couple oatmeal raisin cookies and eating them the next morning for breakfast because... If it's oatmeal, then it's a breakfast food, right?
1: True. Sure. And those cookies are like the size of hubcaps. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing that we forgot to touch on about cons and tips is this is something that Everett and I kind of disagree on. Talking about the Rocky Beach, if you look at an aerial view of the island, and you can see that um, on my Instagram page, it's luxury underscore travel underscore family on Instagram. I show a aerial view. And I've actually um, mapped out what part of the island is the resort and what part of the island is the private residences. You can see that the private residences have an amazing beach. It's almost like a little cove beach and no rocks on it. And it looks really nice. But unfortunately, the hotel does not have access to that. So Everett and I got into a little debate about this.
1: Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't have access to it. (laughs) People pay millions of dollars to not sit next to people that are there for two nights. No. Don't blame them.
0: I mean, I understand your point of view, but I also feel like if there's a good beach on the island, you should have set up the the landscaping of the island so that everybody had access.
1: How it. do you know a resident didn't walk out there and hand pick all the rocks out of there? Uh, you're, you're right. It, that, you, you
0: are totally right. They could have. And you know what? If I was living there, I would definitely do that because well, that water is beautiful and amazing. So, you know, could have been a couple-day project from some of the residences.
1: Uh, on in a couple days. <laughs>
0: um, one of the things that my mom said that she wanted to add to the podcast, because obviously she came with us, and I said, you know, give us some tips about what to say in the podcast. She said that the air conditioner in her room was very noisy. So the cottages do have in-wall air conditioners. So the living room runs on an air conditioner, and then each of the bedrooms has a separate air conditioner. And she said that hers was very noisy, and it kind of kept her awake in the middle of the night. Also, um, the menu remains the same all year. So if you're staying there for a week, I know that there were some people from Europe that were there for over a week. And you have the same menu every single day. There's maybe like six lunch items, eight dinner items. See, but I don't
1: have a problem with that. They perfected the menu. <laughs> and if you don't like what they have to eat, take your ass over to the ball street.
0: I mean, you can get a slice of pizza or a massive There's a lot cookie. to eat over there. There is. There's tons there's to There's some skeevy
1: there. restaurants and there's some really <laughs> nice places too.
0: There are some skeevy restaurants and some really nice places. (laughs) So So,
1: another great place that we liked um, was the Dry Tortugas. Yes, the the Dry Dry Tortugas were one of my
0: favorites. That is a great day trip if you are staying in the Keys for more than a couple days. We did that, and you get on this nice ferry boat, and it's about a two, two Mm two-and-a-half-hour boat ride over to the Dry Tortugas, which is a national park, so there is no drinking, in the park which is nice because you're on the boat with these people all day and you're kind of like okay hopefully everybody stays under control when they're out on vacation so it's really nice um they don't start serving alcohol on the boat until the boat ride back and they come with snorkel gear sunscreen sun shirts and all the kind of stuff that you would need to have a day at the beach obviously you know my feeling on snorkel gear bring your own snorkel gear but um it's a beautiful day to spend over there i think what is it like? Ten thirty to maybe three or something like that. Yeah, I think so. It's it's there? long <laughs>
1: enough. You you don't feel like you uh didn't get your money's worth. That's for sure. Right. You're ready to go when and, and you can actually camp there.
0: Yes, there they did have that there, option. So, they did. Um,
1: that's not my. You won't hear us doing a review on our camping trip to Dry Tortugas because I okay. don't care. You don't have. No military ruined that.
0: And you definitely don't want to camp when the boat drives away and you're left on Gilligan's Island with nobody, right? Yeah, there's no, I mean,
1: there's nothing there. No. You literally have to bring everything, so.
0: Yeah, there's an old brick fort, which is very cool to explore. You can go up to the top, take some cool um, aerial views, aerial pictures, and um, lots of steps to climb. So obviously not good if you're going with people who have trouble with steps, but um, cool place the snorkeling was amazing there was coral growing on the moat all around the fort lots of really cool things to see so dry tortugas we will do a more detailed uh, podcast of that later but it's definitely an awesome day trip if you are down in the keys
1: yeah i feel like that could be its, its own uh podcast on its own just because there's so much that you can do down there you could fly down there if you want to um uh, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff so
0: what about Fury Tours? Is that a fun day thing? I know you've done that before. Yeah.
1: Right? So yeah, actually, the one time we went down there uh, with a buddy of mine, and we we did the Fury. T- I think it's it's great for the guys. Like I wouldn't take the baby on it right now. No, not you the know, baby. But it's it's a good trip, maybe, like, couples or guys or something like that. Or older can, kids that could yeah, do, like, the bouncy, jet ski and, yeah, the
0: bouncy trampolines um, and stuff. They're pretty
1: serious, so they won't let you, like, if there's free beer, but if you drink, you're not allowed to ride jet skis.
0: Right. So those no, of you no who don't know, up. Fury Tours is something that runs out of Key West. Um, they have little kiosks all along Duval Street, and they uh, try to rope you in for, like, day tours, and they have different packages where you could just go and do uh, – parasailing and jet skiing or you could do parasailing jet skiing and their outdoor like playground where mm-hmm. they have bouncy things and water slides and all that so it ranges anywhere from like a hundred dollars a person all the way up to 300 and something dollars yeah, a person and,
1: and key west there's a naval base right there so the whole town is just very military friendly so there's military discounts for us all over the place you know from the fury tours to uh chartered fishing trips i think we we got a killer deal on the moped that we rode around. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, no one saw us, but you know, it, was, it was a good time.
0: Ever is a motorcycle rider, so it took a lot for me to get him to rent that moped and put me on the back of it and drive around Key West, so it took it a lot time, of begging. Though. Good time, though. <laughs> one of the other cool things to see there is the Atosha Museum. It is the Museum of the Atosha, which is a shipwreck and all of the cool treasure that was found on it. You'll see a lot of captains like good old captain lee from below deck wearing atosha coins around their neck um so that's a really fun thing to do if you have older kids that are into history or you have kids that are just into you know ariel and princesses and you can see you know this is a real shipwreck that had real treasure on it so that's something fun to do on key west with kids as well
1: hey yeah, key west is a place so uh aside from key west if you had to rate sunset key cottages scale of one to ten ten being the best where would you be
0: eight
1: and a half nine why
0: uh because for the majority of our trip it was perfect and there were maybe only a few things that they could have improved upon and they're really easy improvements to make
1: yeah i'd have to be right there with you but i I would probably say an eight solid um and that's just because uh like you were saying there's a few things that they could have improved on um i didn't like the boat system uh especially when you know Certain times of the day, the boat was completely packed getting back over there, so we had to stand. That that was kind of aggravating. But Right, um,
0: because the tourists who were on the island exactly. for dinner had to get back to Key West. Yep.
1: But overall, I mean, great place. Uh, definitely, we'll go back.
0: Awesome. Well, our next episode, episode two, we will be reviewing the Ritz-Carlton New Orleans. And we took our daughter on this trip, so we will be telling you some fun things to do in the city of New Orleans with children We'll be reviewing the Ritz-Carlton, talking about Bourbon Street, Mardi Gras World, the French Quarter, Jackson Square. Um, we ate at the um, Commander's Palace. We ate at Muriel's and Café Dumont. So lots of interesting things to tell you in episode two. I yeah. think that's it, right?
1: I think that's it.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really, really look forward to your feedback. Tell us what you like, what you want to hear more of, and um, if you've been to any of these places and maybe some tidbits that you've picked up along the way.
1: If you like the podcast, be sure to leave a like, maybe drop a comment and be sure to follow us on Instagram at
0: luxury underscore travel underscore family.
1: All right. See ya.
0: Bye.